0: Alex Ruffney with the Personality Movement Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm just absolutely excited. I've got a wonderful guest, a phenomenally qualified doctor, Dr. Larissa Gator. She is here today to talk with us about the awesome people shaping our world book, Wellness Wisdom, and her chapter and what she did. Dr. Larissa, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and to come on to the personality movement podcast and talk a little bit about what you did with the awesome people shaping our world. What a phenomenal organization. Those kids are really just, uh, you know, taking charge in life and uh, making some things happen. I'm glad that they picked you to be a part of it. What did you contribute to the wellness wisdom book? Uh, You don't, you know, what was your chapter? What wisdom did you deposit into that book?
1: First of all, let me add something about uh, the organizers. I definitely feel so much gratitude for everything and seeing this book coming into light. That was such a joy. So my chapter was on uh, weight loss, going beyond diet and losing weight for good. I described a little different approach how I see from my personal experience how I approach weight loss and just bringing awareness to people that it's not only about diet, and it's not only about exercise, and it's not only about just counting calories and just thinking that, okay, that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna get results. There is a much bigger picture (laughs) that's coming. And a lot of probably people just, they're aware about that. It's not, some people can do it, it's very simple for them. If they're not emotionally attached to food, but um, a lot of people from my experience, and there is a genetic predisposition to being emotionally attached to food. Really? When they're using food, what? yes.
0: Wow.
1: Um, yeah. Wow.
0: There, wow, is, is um,
1: there is no one like gene that we can pinpoint it, yeah? Um, but there is definitely a predisposition. And even uh, the DNA company, they kind of gave you that perspective, yeah. So that's really useful information. But that's. Imbalance with food, so it's just becoming aware that, that you have that imbalance or you don't have that imbalance.
0: Absolutely useful. Yeah. The more information you have, you know, when I teach or when I coach my life and what I do, you know, one of the biggest things that I point to is awareness. And, you know, when you look into these certain areas or you try to get understanding, uh, you know, what's going on in someone's life, it's just really raising levels of awareness within their own understanding. And and that really helps break down barriers, especially when you're dealing with weight loss. Do you find that it makes a big difference? I heard something, uh, gosh, it was not too long ago, but it was like, this uh, book that was written or, you know, a video that went out, something of that nature, you probably know more than me about blood type being, you know, playing a big factor in what you eat and what's important for you to eat. Is that true? Or was that just like something that that I misheard on uh, on TV?
1: Well, I know that there is information and a lot of people discussing kids from my own experience, I can see that I have no data supporting kids. So um, the DNA itself is much more important than the blood type.
0: Absolutely. So I I know for my listeners, they're probably not as knowledgeable as you are when it comes to genetics, when it comes to DNA, when it comes to understanding things on a more intricate level from a medical standpoint, could you break down some of the basic aspects of, you know, from a genetic standpoint, why it's important to go down to genetics and look at it from that point of view in order to address weight loss?
1: So first of all, if you choose to do the genetic uh, test, it's your design. You do it once, and that's it. It's not going to change, but it brings a lot of information about who you are and your genetic potential, where weak links are, where you should put attention, what kind of like other advantages you have. So you clearly understand your design from nutrition perspective, from uh, moods, uh, personalities. They give you several reports like sleep, your risk for cognitive decline and it's not only that it's not only they give you the genes itself it's like you have that map but they give you the tools what's best for you how to improve in terms of the lifestyles the supplements and when you see the whole map and you understand the whole design it's kind of much easier to take it from there
0: wow and now i do want to back up for a second because i heard something in there that caught my attention mostly because it's what i do but you said personalities so, there's yes. genetic predispositions when it comes to someone's personality.
1: Yes, definitely. Some people are more prone just to some kind of anxiety. Some people are more prone, mood swings, right? Some people have more like leadership skills. So they kind of map it out for you, yeah. And she wow. um, that's really amazing, yeah
0: <laughs> that that is awesome. That's something I'm going to look more into myself. I'm curious to see genetically, what I have. Uh, I wonder if it says I'm a natural born leader or not, or if that's just something I feel, but <laughs> that is very interesting. And I, you know, I'm someone who I'm fascinated when it comes to genetics, when it comes to any subject in the medical field whatsoever. I love to listen to, to different Audible books and different lectures from different colleges in the great courses on Audible. Um, it's just one of my favorite things to do. And I was listening to a course on genetics, and they talked about how uh, that the genetic code is not That it's not final. That at certain times in our life, or under certain stress, or certain things like our genetic code can literally like break apart and like put itself back together and activate in certain genes. Is that is that true, or is that something that I just misheard or misunderstood? And I was listening to this course. It sounded wild to me.
1: So first of all, the genes itself, then they don't change. Uh But it's not the genes; it's our lifestyle Mm -hmm. that what actually makes change because it's our expression. Got of it. the genes that's how our genes interact with our environment starting with the food that we're eating uh if we are really taking good self-care about ourselves sleeping basic basic stuff right so that's expression and on top of that emotional state right are you living in a place of fear and survival most of the time are you living in a place of acceptance and love? That's a huge difference, Absolutely. right? Because it's going to activate completely different arms of the of the autonomic nervous system. So if people live in survival and fear, and a lot of times it's just unconscious, they're not even realizing it. But if not, for example, if their heart in, is not in a career, it's not they're in a the job, but, but their heart is not there, or in relationship, that's a product of unconscious um, manifestation that came into reality. Yes. But that's survival yes. point, that's energy of survival. So the whole system is gonna be circulating in that energy of survival. So sympathetic nervous system is gonna predominate and everything that's not essential for survival is gonna shut off. So starting with digestion, with immune system, with our reproductive system, it's not going to work at the optimal level. But when
0: we shift into energy of
1: acceptance and love, and that's we activate parasympathetic nervous system, and that's energy of rest, digest, when the blood goes to all the vital organs, it's not about running and just saving our lives from a tiger, right? It's about actually, yes, relaxing, digesting food, sleeping, immune system, reproduction, longevity. And healing happens only in parasympathetic state. And weight loss also happens when people shift into parasympathetic state. Wow.
0: And see, and that's really why I wanted to ask about that because it it shows you the power of your emotions and the way that you respond to your environment. It shows you the effect that you have on your physical body and how your genes are actually expressed in your daily life and and in your health. So I mean that's just phenomenal. I think that's wild. And for anyone who's trying to reach any level of success in their life or accomplish any goal or dream, you know, hopefully you heard that and you understood what you just said, because it shows you very clearly that from a medical standpoint, though, your perspective mentally changes your ability to accomplish certain goals and dreams. And it changes your ability to actually, uh, you know, be able to handle things in your environment because you activate or shut off certain aspects of your, uh, you know, of, of how your genes interact with your environment. Environment. So that's just phenomenal. I think that's some, some powerful, powerful information for people to understand. And weight loss is so important, because when you reduce weight, when you lose weight, you feel better, you have more energy, and you can get more done. So what kind of tips or tricks? Can you give my listeners? Can you give, you know, to those listening right now, when it comes to losing weight, and how do they keep that weight off? How do they, you know, go beyond just diet and actually lose the weight for good?
1: So that's a really good question. And first, I want to say that I want to bring awareness that there is a physical level of our body, right? That's what we see. And everybody can understand that because that's what we see. We can see if the person is overweight, not overweight. When you look in the mirror, you see yourself. But there is an energetic level. And it's like much, much bigger underneath of the iceberg. And that's where the quantum leap can happen. If we shift that energetic vibrational frequency at the level of we are actually vibrating, because that's all energy, then we can change physical manifestation. That's going to be permanent. If we're working only at the level of the physical, what we see, it's really, really hard sometimes just to change it. And a lot of times it's not really permanent because the whole foundation did not really move. Yes. So when yeah. I say vibrational energy, what I mean, it's like all our emotions, right? Our mindset, the whole idea, where do you live? Are you living in energy of survival or do you live in an energy of acceptance and love? So when I say acceptance, the first uh Tip that i can give when people look in the mirror and they see themselves and there are different thoughts come to my mind right i don't look like good i don't like this part of my body i wish i had like different there is this inner critic that comes in and starts criticizing so what's happening on the energetic level we're resisting and we're creating that block and the energy cannot really flow So instead of actually criticizing and resisting it, you understand you have that imbalance. This is your design. What you see, you accept it. And you allow that because it's just manifestation on a physical level. That's what you see now. But by doing that and accepting, you're shifting the body actually into more relaxed state into that parasympathetic state. When the body can start working on an optimal level, detox is working much better, digestion working, and the body is safe to lose weight. Because when the body is completely in that sympathetic stage, when there is fight or flight, it's not safe. That's actually a really, really like dangerous zone. So the body is not gonna do anything that's not related to survival.
0: Yeah, especially reduce resources of survival or future fuel if needed. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense from a psychological and just a physical, you know, point of view that your body is going to kind of go into this locked in state and kind of block everything else out. That's, and that's wild. I, you know, I can personally say I've been in that state myself. I've, you know, I've been in a difficult spot in life and in a survival mode for an extended period of time. And it definitely took a negative toll on my health. And it was hard for me to break out of that more so mentally than physically. And even when I was removed from the environment and removed from the stress, that mental stress kept the negative physical you know, reactions present until I was able to work through it mentally. And it, it took a little bit of time, but it definitely surprised me at how much it affected me on a physical level. And it was just like, wow, I really need to pay attention to the workspace that I'm in and the environment that I put myself in because It had a a huge negative impact, especially adrenal gland-wise. You know, just overall, it just really seemed to throw me off long periods.
1: Right, because if uh, we're in a state of survival, it's not actually about Mm self-care, and then the basic stuff stuff starts falling apart. Like people don't really pay attention to what they're eating, how they're sleeping, if really they're giving their bodies like rest that they deserve. And everybody, at the basic level, they want to know that they are safe they are lovable and they're enough, right?
0: That's beautiful. And in
1: that state of survival, that's actually, that's a state when you don't feel that you're really lovable and you're enough. But the truth is that you are enough and you are lovable.
0: Yes and if you can accept that if you can really believe that then you can yes yes, yes. yes you, can really you don't need
1: to it. prove anything because you exist you already enough and you are lovable yeah. you don't need to change your body yeah and it's not that you love your future version of yourself the potential version right you love yourself as you are now and you accept everything as is yes you accept that food imbalance you understand this is your design so next time when you fall off the wagon you start again and instead of criticizing, right? It's like having a conversation with the child that's inside yep. of us, right? Yep. If you're going to start criticizing the child, oh, yeah, that child is going to run away. But if you're going to love and accept that child, the child's going to come closer and closer and mm-hmm. closer. And yep. with time, if you practice that acceptance and love, you understand that this food imbalance and every, they are uh, all these like shortcomings. They lose power.
0: That is just powerful. And I really hope everyone is listening. I know I'm going to listen to this episode when I'm done putting it up myself, just because you you are just packed with so much wisdom and so much truth when it comes to understanding, you know, on a basic level of, of how to move through every aspect or challenge in life. And, you know, when you're beating yourself up, when you're getting down on yourself, you're just draining more personal power, and you're making it more difficult for yourself to overcome challenges and difficulties in life. And so I think it's just beautiful that you talk about acceptance and accepting exactly who you are, exactly the way you are. That's a huge aspect of the personality movement. One of our key factors is, or one of our key focuses is to solve the personality puzzle. And we talk about accepting and celebrating, not just accepting the differences of others, but celebrating the differences of others, because they are that unique puzzle piece that fits in a very unique place that's going to solve this puzzle. So, you know, it's just important that everyone really begins to celebrate who they are, not just accept, take it one step further and be happy about it. Be grateful for who you are. And that's, there's power in that. And- And the reason that there's so much power in that is if you feel, if you look in the mirror and you think negatively of who of who you are, you think you are not the way you want to be, you start to diminish your self-worth. You start to diminish your personal power. And then subconsciously, you don't think you're somebody who's capable of making changes that you want to make. You don't think you're somebody who can do things that you want to do because you're beating yourself up to a point where you don't believe that. So if you skip that beating yourself up stage, then you have the power and you feel in of you that you can handle it you can make changes if you want to so that you can start to change on an energetic level and then change that physical expression i think that's beautiful to look at it from that point of view as changing the energetic level first and then having that physical expression change later that that is just absolutely wonderful how did you get to where you are right now how did you get to what you do in life right now
1: So I've been trained in conventional medicine and, uh, I've experienced, uh, a lot of things around my, um, like family members and my friends. They, at some point in my careers, a lot of them came to me with weight loss issues. And I started working and giving people like basic stuff, how to change the diet and, uh, how to work with emotions. And I what I've observed, some people took it and they succeeded and they lost 30, 40 pounds, no problem because they didn't have the right information at that time. Okay. Be- people were not, not really aware what was happening like in the food market, right? So uh, when they got the right information, they took it and they got the results. Yeah. But there was like another group of people, they just lose the weight and they just gained the it back, 10, 15 pounds. And I realized, okay, there is something deeper that's happening. It's not just simple that food and you follow these steps and you get the results. So then I started realizing, okay, there is an emotional layer. There is a mental, the mindset layer. And there is a deeper, true, like deeper essence of who we are, right? Our essential self, our soul. Yes. And when you truly go inside, it's not going to be going outside and looking for solutions. When you go inside and that feeling that you're enough, you, first of all, yes, you have to really embody that. Yes. It's, you're not gonna look, it just uh, from outside, right? It's just people confirming you that you're enough, you're lovable, because people are gonna give you the answer depending where they are, right? Mm-hmm. If, if one person feels like he's lovable, he's enough, he's gonna say you're lovable and you're enough, right? If another person doesn't feel enough in themselves, they're never gonna give you that answer. So it always starts within, and we all, and just um, surrounding yourself with people who are actually in the same journey and understand all this like vibrational subconscious level because that vibrational shift has to happen. It's not only with weight loss, with health, with everything else. Yeah. So um, that's really truly truly important. That's what my realization was. And I started researching it more and more. And I finally realized, okay, this is like a huge piece. We don't see it, but it's such a foundational when we truly shift the body into this love and acceptance. And on a physiological level, in parasympathetic state, and connecting truly to who we are on a soul level and understanding that yes, everybody's unique, and that's the beauty of it, right? Yes. So we will create it as unique individuals. So the only person you can be is actually you, yeah. right?
0: Yes.
1: And when yes. everybody's actually coming to that place and embodying, okay, it doesn't matter how I'm going to try just be somebody else, right? Somebody wants to be Steve Jobs. doesn't matter Like how many people want to try that. They're never going to be Steve Jobs, right? So the only person you can be is you. Just accepting your design and working with your design, but then you're connecting with the true, deeper essence of who you are, and there where all the miracles are coming, in terms of health, in terms of all the reality. Because this, our uh, reality is actually it organizes itself around our energetic vibration, and fundamentally, are we vibrating in a place of fear and survival, or are we vibrate, vibrating at the level of acceptance and love? It's going to be completely different to realities.
0: Yes. And I I really hope that this is something that my listeners take away from this episode today is living in a place of love and acceptance rather than in a place of fear you know, and that's just so, so important. And, and I think that's one of the most powerful aspects of everything that you've said. It's really been the foundation of what we've talked about today. And it's, it's really, to me, one of the biggest aspects of personal health and personal success in general, because when you have that mindset shift, then really That's, you said it right when you said that's where the miracles take place. That's where it happens. And I definitely agree with you on that. I'll tell you one thing, one of the biggest uh, profound impacts to my physical health was when I started meditating when I started calming my, yes. myself down, started calming my mind, started calming my body intentionally. And all of a sudden, I was able to relax and, and ease certain aspects of inflammation and pain that I thought would never go away. So I definitely understand that power. And I really hope my listeners do too. Is there any specific techniques that you use to, to shift your mindset to love and acceptance rather than fear? Is there anything that you do? I mean, or, you know, is that just something that you just naturally are good at in life?
1: First of all, is just starts with yourself, okay? It's just looking at the mirror and understanding what I see, I see my physical body. Whatever's happening at the level of the physical body, instead of resisting it, accepting it. We don't resist good emotions, right? We don't resist uh, something that we don't like, we like, right? Resist something that we don't like. Like, I don't like the way I look, so I'm resisting. That's why I'm not really accepting who I am. So And then going with emotional level, accepting all emotions. Some people feel like, okay, I get angry. This is like, I'm going to beat myself up. I was not supposed to get angry. This is not a good emotion to experience. There are no bad or good emotions. This is who you are. You experience the anger, you accept it. When you feel that emotion, is coming up. You allow that emotion, you feel it, and you breathe through it. You can smile. It doesn't have to be dramatic, but you breathe. And because it's energy, it wants to move. It's gonna move. And it wants to actually flow and it doesn't want to get stuck in you. So, and the level of the mental level also, like all the thoughts and everything, no resistance. It's uh, That's what I see a lot of like counterintuitive people think like, okay, I have that thought, I'm going to change it. Just allow that thought because it's temporarily, it comes and it's going to go, right? But accepting as everything is who you are on a physical, mental, emotional level, that opens the doorway to... You have that inner intelligence, inner guidance that everybody has. And then when you get to that level, you have a question. You know what's best for your body. So you don't go outside looking for answers. You're not listening and actually following because your intelligence is going to guide you. Everybody, when you accept yourself on all levels, then you accept other people, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. That is. That is because so true. we don't we judge something
1: that we judge in ourselves. The way I judge other people, that's exactly the way I judge myself. The way I love other people, the way I love myself. Absolutely. So, but when we accept, it starts with us. It starts with accepting everything on a physical level too. I have. I'm experiencing this pain. I'm going to allow that pain to experience. Yes, if I need to take pain medications, I'm going to take it. But I'm not resisting. I'm, I'm allowing myself to go through that experience. It's very much counterintuitive, and it's happening completely the opposite what people actually been conditioned to believe. Right? You have symptoms. You have disease. I'm going to fight it. And what it's happening, they actually putting the body in that sympathetic fight or flight state. And that creates disturbance in the body that blocks healing yeah it doesn't mean you don't take actions you accept you shift the body into more relaxed state then you get to that intelligence and you understand okay it's gonna guide and it's gonna my decision is gonna be aligned with my heart and those are completely different decisions made from love and not fear
0: yes Yes, that is powerful. If you're trying to change your life, if you're trying to take your physical health to the next level, if you're trying to take your you know business life to the next level, these are the principles that you really have to hold on to. Shifting your mindset to an energetic level of acceptance and love rather than fear is absolutely key. It will literally change everything. And it can literally save your life when you're talking about, uh, you know, a chronic degenerative disease or a serious medical condition. So I definitely encourage you to listen to Dr. Larissa. I don't know if she's going to have any courses coming out or any type of podcast. She really should start her own podcast. I mean, you are just phenomenal to talk, you know, to, to speak with it. Your knowledge is just what everybody needs to hear right now. Everyone needs to hear this message of accepting who you are and 100% accepting every aspect because that's what gives you your own personal power. And that's what gives you the power that you need to fulfill your destiny and to really go after your purpose. So I think that's beautiful. And your message is something that needs to be heard all around the world. And I'm going to try to help you do that by putting this episode out on the personality movement. And again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come on the show, to give my listeners a little bit of insight and how to, you know, really help them lose weight, but even so much more than that, to really do anything in life, to shift their energetic level and to focus on acceptance and love rather than fear. So thank you again so much. Is there anything else you want to say before we go today?
1: Yes. Thank you so much. Um, I was really, um, Enlightened by this conversation and inspired. I'm really happy that this is something that actually people can take it and implement. You don't need to actually invest a lot. You just look in the mirror and you start accepting and loving yourself as who you are. If people wanna take it to a different level, I have a program, I have a group program and I work with people one-on-one doing uh, functional medicine uh, testing. So um, they can reach me at truehealthpc, that's my website.com, truehealthpc, like professionalcorporation.com. and they can schedule a health strategy call. That's a free 30-minute call, Uh, and on this call, we can determine what their health goals are and what the biggest obstacles to achieving those goals are, and this call is free and could be a life-changing conversation for someone. So I encourage people just book the call and um, I'll be happy to talk on the call.
0: Absolutely. I definitely encourage you. If you're listening right now, go to truehealthpc.com and book your call today with Dr. Larissa. You will be happy that you did so because she'll really help you understand what you need to change on an energetic level to change different aspects in your life that you're looking for so wow just what a powerful powerful interview and hopefully we can do a couple more shows because i think shifting your focus to acceptance in love is something that we could talk about for multiple episodes so maybe we should do that hopefully if you're down i know i am
1: Uh, absolutely yes that Um, would be uh, something really awesome i think that's the topic we discuss from many many different angles
0: yes absolutely i agree so you guys heard it first this is a little insider information to all those listening right now we're going to do a couple more episodes with dr larissa coming up here i know we're both busy so hopefully it'll be in the next month or so but we'll definitely get him up and get them out for you because her message needs to be heard by more and more people around the world and we're going to make sure that it is so again thank you so much larissa and for all of you listening take what you learned today go out there make an impact